listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with myself, Jade Elliott, joined today by Rochelle Rigby, a registered nurse with Intermountain Primary Children's Hospital. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. Very excited to be here and talk about my favorite subject in the world, babies. I love it. It is one of our favorite subjects to talk about, too, on the Baby Your Baby podcast. So we are talking about, uh, today with you, talking about uh, crib safety and uh, reducing the risk of SIDS, you know, that goes along with that. Um, You know, a lot of parents, new parents especially, uh, worried about baby safety, worried about SIDS, you know, sudden infant death syndrome, um, and, you know, wanting to know ways that they can reduce reduce any risk of SIDS. Um, And a lot of that can go with, you know, how they choose their baby's sleep environment. Uh, So you're gonna kind of walk us through you know, the do's and don'ts really when it comes to what that crib environment should look like for baby and, and how they should be sleeping. So, you know, let's just start off with nesting and we want to make the cutest yeah. little nursery yeah. we've ever seen, like all the Pinterest pages in all the world. And that's not always the best idea when it comes to the cribs. Right. I. As a mom, one of the favorite things is getting that nursery ready. It is one of the funnest times as you're getting ready to meet your new baby and and picking out how their how their room is going to look. Um, what was recommended by our American Academy of Pediatrics is room sharing. So when we think about our our what location we're going to have our baby, um, sharing the same room with them is really supported by research that helps us. Uh, figure out how to keep our babies safe and also to help support sleep for both the baby and the parents. So having a bassinet in the room with the parents is is recommended. The biggest way to reduce SIDS is to never bed share. And you get tired. It is hard. It seems like they never want to sleep when we want to sleep. They sleep all day. They want to be up all night and you'll be tired and really having a plan in place of where to put that baby is so helpful. Bassinets are very convenient and they can be right next to the bed, um, which is wonderful. The biggest thing is, is you want nothing extra in that bassinet with that baby. Um, A firm mattress with a tightly fitted sheet is what babies need to be safe. We always place them back to sleep. When babies are brand new, they love to be snuggled. And you'll find they just want, they only sleep in my arms. Um, And we've we've seen, unfortunately, really heartbreaking events with uh, parents falling asleep with babies in their arms and and baby's airways getting obstructed and having a, a brain injury due to lack of oxygen, which is, Everyone wants their baby safe. They love them so much. And so having a plan of how am I going to keep my baby safe um, is number one. Once they get a little bigger, they'll transition to a crib, usually in their own room. And again, 
you can make that nursery so beautiful with the things you put on the walls, but that crib needs to be pretty, pretty bare. A, a firm mattress, a tightly fitted crib sheet is what babies need to sleep. And then when we place them to sleep, we can use, um, you know, footed pajamas, sleep sacks are wonderful options. And then um, one thin blanket is what actually um, they sleep wet best with. They can overheat just like we can overheat. So if it's summertime and you're like, I only sleep with a sheet, that's all that baby needs as well. So having additional really thick blankets, pillows um, are really unsafe um, for that baby. And you talk about as baby starts to get older uh, in their crib and, and we think, um, you know, anyone that's watched a baby sleep that does start to get older, it, I mean, it moves around crazily <laughs> sideways and upside down and all sorts of things uh, through the night. And so then parents get concerned about, well, what if my baby hits their head on the crib or what if an arm gets thrown out of one of the rails and can't get back in or get stuck or twisted. And so then we start looking at bumper options, but there are definitely some do's and don'ts when it comes to bumpers. Yeah, so bumpers, we have, we never recommend a bumper. And the reason why is they, they do, they wiggle around and they can actually put their face into the side of the crib and get the bumper um, obstructing their airway. So we never recommend a bumper. Um, Babies are pretty resilient. Sometimes they'll bonk a little bit on the rails. Most cribs are built with wood or um, plastic. Um, I, would, I would recommend making sure that your crib is um, safe. Some of our hand-me-down cribs, um, uh, there's been some FDA regulations about we no longer want the cribs that the side rails go up and down because um, that's been a problem for babies. And so, really looking at what is recommended for safe cribs. Um, but babies are pretty resilient. If they roll over, they're gonna be okay if they if they rub up against the side of the crib. Um, we do not see babies coming into the hospital from injuries in a crib. What we do unfortunately see is babies that have um, obstructed their airway because of a bumper, because of extra bedding. And so if that helps uh, give you a little bit of relief on I want to keep them safe not having a bumper is is the right is the right choice is is ideal what about some of the bumpers because I, I'm sure if our listeners are going through that process of building that nursery up they've seen um, like mesh bumpers that maybe go along the outside of the crib rails what what's your take on those i mean and this is me asking out of curiosity i've seen them as well yeah. and i'm curious and i have seen them as well they often are used especially if we're getting our toddlers ready to be in a big bed and they'll wiggle and fall out um, a mesh bumper if it is tightly fitted um, can be a great option uh, because the, the baby or the, the bigger toddler can't let that obstruct their airway or get entangled in it that's that's the issue with bumpers um, is they're soft, they're padded. So a tightly fitted mesh one could be a great option to uh, kind of keep them uh, from not just being right up against the side rail or in a toddler as they get bigger, falling out of that toddler bed as they're 
They, they wiggle so much. <laughs> they wiggle so much, yeah. You wonder how they sleep sometimes because I feel like they're just constantly moving. Um, but no, but thank you for that. Um, yeah, I, I'd seen them before and, you know, wondered kind of what the take on, on those were. But I think ideally what you're saying, you know, in general, bumpers are kind of, they're unnecessary and kind of a thing of the past for more of decoration of what people were looking for then. Um, I have a sister who wanted one really badly, and so she did get one. She did a couple cute pictures with her baby in it, and then we took it right out for sleep time. So <laughs> There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then, so let's talk about, you know, the, the best way for baby to sleep. You talked about the things that should or shouldn't be in the crib. Um, you know, you also see some specific types of pillows that can go in the crib, you know, like kind of the um, angular pillows to keep baby on their back or on their side or, or whatever that looks like. What is your recommendation on those? Or should we just be laying our baby in the crib and walking away? So positioning devices are not are also not recommended by the American Academy of Pediatrics. Um, if your baby has a specific condition that you have a physician who has recommended that we need an angling of the crib, that would be the only time that we recommend positioning devices. Um, they are sometimes used in the hospital in our newborn ICUs um, to help babies when they are have, have feeding difficulties or other difficulties. But again, we, we really, our goal is to get them home without a positioning device because they can fall down. They can roll over and get stuck in between the crib rail and um, and the bed when the bed is when bed is elevated. So it sounds it sounds kind of like I like a pillow as an adult, but babies do not need them. They they really do not need them, and it and and we do not recommend any positioning devices um, for your child. We also do not recommend having your baby sleep in their car seat very often because. Um, when they're really little, their necks are not strong enough and their necks can kind of scooch down and that can also um, uh, limit their ability to breathe really well. And so what uh, we really recommend is even on couches, those can be too soft. Um, and so really getting them into their bed is great. Um, and that that is probably the hardest piece is how do we get the baby while they're sleeping into the <laughs> into the bassinet or the crib without waking them up. And um, I have a couple ideas on that if we want to talk about that. Yeah, that would be great because I was going to ask you, you know, outside of the crib or the bassinet, are there places that if baby falls asleep, it's okay? You know, a stroller, um, a baby swing, uh, you know, you, you mentioned car seat. Um, but you're saying, no, we need to get that baby into the bed. And I get it. I mean, and that helps with sleep training. Right. But we also just like it when the baby sleeps. <laughs> we just want them to sleep, right? Um, so what we have said from a safe sleep standpoint, and this is something that we uh, recommend when we're, when we're talking with families and pediatricians, they also give the same advice of if, if an adult is fully awake and can watch that child and make sure they're safe, yeah, it's okay for, for a nap um, in not in their bed. But again, we have unfortunately seen instances where you're exhausted, the baby finally falls asleep on you, you fall asleep too, you wake up, 
they've rolled over and, and they are not able to breathe. And, and that's the, the worst thing and no parent would ever want that. So um, one recommendation is babies, when they are the newborn, up to about three months old, they still have that startle reflex or that we call it the moral reflex where if their arm falls down, it'll wake them right up. And so they were really snuggled inside of mom. And so they often really like to be snuggled. So um, swaddling a baby in one thin blanket is, is a great option. It's recommended if possible to lay them down as they're drifting, but not fully asleep. That also helps with sleep training. Again, I think sometimes we get a little too hung up on everything we should, should, should do. So do your best, um, but swaddling is a great option. And then as they get a little bigger, helping them self-soothe, you can kind of adjust the swaddling to, I'm gonna leave their arms out now so that, they, um, so that they're still kind of bundled, but if, they, if their arm does move, you know, they can fall back asleep or maybe it doesn't wake them fully up. That, that's a great option because as we talked about earlier, as they get bigger and can roll, they will roll all over as they're, as they're um, sleeping, um, which, is, which is fine. But being able to, if they wake themselves up a little bit, to fall back asleep with self-soothing um, is so wonderful. It, there should be parties for that because it's the best thing ever when, you're, when your baby can fall back asleep. Um, without having to rock them or re-bundle them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I thank you so much for walking us through all of this and uh, giving us, you know, the tips on what should and shouldn't be uh, in our baby's cribs and, you know, what can help them sleep a little easier. Help us all sleep a little easier. That's the goal. Yes. It's right. for all of us <laughs> to sleep a little easier uh, with baby. So we so appreciate your time. Uh, Rochelle Rigby with Intermountain Primary Children's Hospital. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that concludes this episode of the Baby Your Baby podcast. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.